The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S. Experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualcomm Beach News. Hi, everyone. Welcome to PQ Beat. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. 2021 has been another interesting year in the city of Parksville, as now has become a tradition to talk about the year that was and to look ahead to 2022. We welcome back the mayor of Parksville. Thanks for joining us, Ed Main. Well, thanks for having me. Looking forward to this. Let's jump right into it. Are you any closer to making a decision regarding whether you will run again next fall? Oh, that decision's been made. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to run again. I have a number of items that I want to complete. So uh, it's going to take another term to get that done. Could you sum up your thoughts on how 2021 unfolded, both for council and the city? 2021 has been an interesting year. I mean, COVID has certainly had its effects. Nothing worse than having council meetings where nobody was in the audience to watch or talk to. The, the reality is, is that we didn't get public consultations that we would have liked to have gotten on some of the issues, at least with open houses and things like that. But on the other side of it, we accomplished an awful lot in 2021. There were a number of things that were moved forward. We, we were able to get, uh, for example, the outdoor theater uh, is starting construction or has started construction already. The swimming pool, we're moving that further down the road. Parksville Community Center being converted over to the Boys and Girls Club of Vancouver Island. They are getting ready to start with their plans. The lease has been signed. Shelley Center, the construction there is about 70% complete. You know, affordable housing unit up behind uh, Quality Foods with 60, 70, 80 affordable rental units going in there. Those type of things have come a long ways. We could go on for probably another half hour of what we accomplished in 2021. It's been a good year for things like that. I can sense the energy that you still have. When you mentioned earlier that you're happy to run again, what is it that really drives you? Well, there's a couple of big things that I want to accomplish before I finish politics. And this would be my last term if the people of Parksville decide that they want to elect me. One of the biggest things is we need at least one, maybe two more affordable housing units in the city. And those are affordable housing based on income. So 30% of somebody's wages, not on some formula made up in Victoria that really isn't affordable for the low-income families, single parents, people with disabilities, senior citizens, and so on. We need to find accommodations for those. So that, to me, will be one of the big driving forces in the upcoming election and beyond. The other one, of course, is the swimming pool. That's been a pet project of mine. Everybody knows it. I really want to see it get completed. And it's going to take a lot longer than I anticipated. I was naive to think that I could get it done in the four-year term. There's no way um, this was going to be accomplished in four years. So it's going to take a couple more years to get to that. Along the lines of the housing, the Regional District of Nanaimo Board decided not to continue its plan to develop a regional housing strategy. 
what role do you think the city should play in regards to that issue and, and how much of it should be a provincial or higher responsibility? Affordable housing to speak of is, in fact, a provincial jurisdiction. Parksville, the regional district of Nanaimo, we don't have the funds to get into that game. Even the, the units that I was talking about just a few seconds ago, we are just finding the locations for them, expediting the approval process, waiving um, development cost charges, and, and waiving our permitting fees and so on. But at the end of the day, it's still the province that has to come to the table with the money to do it. So it is a provincial jurisdiction. One of my big sayings is always stay out of everybody else's soup. But the reality here is, is that if it's a provincial jurisdiction, let them run with it. Us getting in the middle of it just confuses matters, and we don't have the money to fix it. You can't fix what you don't control, so let's stay out of it. Have you managed to get in many of your noted Coffee with the Mayor sessions recently? We have had them every couple of weeks up till now. I will tell you the attendance has dropped off significantly because of COVID. At least I'm hoping that's the reason why. Either that or everybody in Parksville is very happy with the way things are going. (laughs) But we are having them. The reality is people can come in and see me anytime anyways. So they don't have to wait for the second Thursday of every month, you know, to, to do that. Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. Do you miss the overall interaction with the residents that's been impacted by COVID? It was one of my favorite parts of the job. I love getting out. I love going out and talking to groups of people and answering questions. That's the big thing for me is I like to answer questions for the population. So to get out to different organizations, the Newcomers Club, Rotary Club, whatever, and just answer their questions and have those conversations. Yes, I like to do that. That's my favorite part. How much of a carrot is that for you when you have to deal with a lot of the negativity that goes with it? That's all part of it, isn't it? I mean, if if we all thought the same, you wouldn't need any politicians at all. I mean, the the reality is, is that there are people that aren't going to think exactly like I do. That's fair. I've always maintained that if you can convince me that I'm wrong, I'll listen to you and I will change my mind. I've not been shy about changing my mind on, on some decisions. Can you update us on what's happening with the sometimes contentious Parksville Community Centre facility? Well, first off, I don't think it's as contentious as what it's being made of. There's a small, very, very small group of individuals that are playing Facebook up to the hilt. And if you look at it, it's the same people over and over and over again making the comments. The vast, vast majority of the people that I have talked to, the people that write into us via email or whatever, are actually very much in favor of what we're proposing here. We're still running the clinic for Island Health. They're still doing their vaccinations there, and they are going to be doing that for another month or so. But that's okay, because that's giving us time or giving them time to draw up the plans and and get ready for the construction the uh, lease has uh, been signed and it is now going to be published in, and the notification is going out in the papers to notify the public that there is a lease in place for it. So it's coming. All things being equal, we're looking for it to be open by the end of summer.
speaking along the lines of daycare. How important is it for this area to attract more young families? It is one of the most important things that this area needs. The reality is is that 60-odd percent of our population is over the age of 55. Our workforce of between 20 and 55 years old only represents 24% of the population of Parksville. When you put the math to all of that and take out the people that already have jobs, there's less than 100 people at any given point in time that are looking for work or available to work in the city of Parksville. How can we go out and attract new businesses? How can we go out and convince doctors to move in when they can't hire nurses? It it goes on and on. We don't have the young people. I jokingly always say that in 15 years, there's nobody that's going to be here to change my diaper if we keep going the way it's going right now. We have to have young families in Parksville. In terms of the discussions that you have with Parksville residents, what are their biggest concerns? The first thing that always comes up is safety, you know, policing. There's concerns that, the, you know, the number of homeless people walking around the city, the amount of petty crimes. I mean, all crimes are important to the person that the crime is committed against. But the reality is, is there's the big crimes, the assaults, the murders, the bank robberies, and, and so on. And then there's the breaking into cars or opening the doors of unlocked cars and, and so on. We have an abundance of the petty crimes going on here. You see it in your newspaper every couple of weeks. I look at it and I say, if people would lock their cars, first off, we would probably cut that number in half. On the other side of it, the police are busy doing other things and petty crime is not the highest on their priority list. Having said all of that, it still is a concern, especially to the more senior people in our community, and we've got to work on that. From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today. What do you think can be done to help attract more doctors to the region? If I knew that, I could probably become Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> I mean, that's a problem that is right across the country. It's not just Parksville. Attracting doctors, no different than attracting young families, no different than, you know, the other issues that we have in our community. We have to be able to provide them, the doctors, that is, the things that they want for their families, okay? So we have to provide them daycare. We have to provide them recreational facilities. We have to provide them a safe community and all of those things. And that's how we can affect it. To say that we're going to go out and we're going to go to the universities and we're going to sell them on this great video that says Parksville's wonderful, well, every community thinks that they're wonderful. That's not what it looks like. Federal and provincial governments have gone in the wrong directions with doctors. And until they make up their mind they need to fix this, it's not going to get fixed. Now, city staff have been asked to prepare a report that will outline the options and implications of a buy-local preference clause in city policies. Can you share some more of your thoughts on that subject? Thank you for bringing that up. That was my motion in the last meeting that I wanted to do that. It was an interesting conversation I was having a couple of weeks prior to the council meeting with individuals, and I'm going, hey, come on, folks, we got to get out there. We've got to buy local. You've got to go do some shopping in your local stores. We've got to build the businesses up. And then you sit down and you look at it and you go, well, wait a minute. It's nice for me to stand there and say that and pound my chest that you need to buy local. And the city isn't doing the same thing. We are forced to go with the lowest bids or the people that can, you know, tick off all the boxes. The purpose of my motion was, let's put something that is not so constraining so that we can go to 
the local business to buy a car instead of saving 5% perhaps by going to Nanaimo or Victoria to buy that same car. We need to be putting our money in the city as much as we can. There's a lot of legislation in place that puts up roadblocks, but I think there's ways around some of it. So even if we just put a dent in it right now, it would be a good thing. Have you received any feedback from local business on that? Strangely enough, I haven't. I'm hoping that once staff bring the report back and it shines a light on what we can do, that we'll start to hear from local businesses. Moving forward into 2022, you've touched on a few things, but if you could wrap a bow on what do you think are the biggest issues that we currently face? Probably could wrap a bow on about 10 items, but... uh, Pick a couple. Pick a couple. Well, one is I'm very concerned about what's going on at old VIP hotel where BC Housing is now starting to put people in there in contravention of the local bylaws and without any approval, or for that matter, any conversation with the city. It's not zoned for it. So I've had two conversations now with the minister, but we're going to follow this one through. At the end of the day, they will win the battle. They have paramountcy for provincial jurisdiction over top of municipalities, but they're going to know that we're not happy with it by the time it's done. All right, Ed, let's wrap things up on a little bit more of a fun note. Do you ever make New Year's resolutions? And if so, what was one memorable one? And do you have any for 2022? I don't have a memorable New Year's resolution because none of my resolutions usually go past January the 2nd. So (laughs) they're not that memorable. The big one for 2022 that I've made and hoping to hold is that I am not going to get involved on Facebook for, for the rest of this year. I'm just going to stay away from it. If anything, that would be my New Year's resolution. A noble goal. Ed, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I always enjoy it. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. 